our podcast is called Candidly with Coffee, but lately it's been Candidly with Too Much Coffee. On today's episode, we're going to go over five signs that you are drinking too much caffeine and how it may be affecting you in ways you don't even realize. We will discuss what a safe caffeine intake is and what specifically could be going on if you're drinking too much. So grab your coffee and let's get into it. Welcome back, everybody. And we are back. Another episode. Yep, just like that. Candidly with too much coffee today. Too much coffee. <laughs> but we'll get into that a little bit later. That's funny. <laughs> speaking of, speaking of, I have a coffee today. I'm done with mine. You have nothing? <clears throat> nope. Finished. I have in here a cup of Fairlife milk, coffee, a little bit of stevia, vanilla cream stevia, and I did the salted caramel whip. Yeah, sounds oh good. Oh my God, it's so good with some cinnamon. This is so you got a, delicious. You got a protein coffee, basically. It's not just a coffee, it's yeah, good. Yeah, because it, it has the fair life. Yep, smart. So good. So good, you guys. All right, it's time for some housekeeping. We need your help. I have a goal that I set a long time ago for this channel to be at 25,000 sub subscribers by Subs. the end of the year. And we're so close. We're getting there. We're huh? on pace, but we need your help. So if you're listening to this podcast, if you're watching it, especially on YouTube, and you're not yet subscribed. Please subscribe. Because Wishes. a lot of people watch and they're not subscribed <clears throat> because once you watch, YouTube will feed you subsequent shows. So you oh, don't yeah. even realize you have to subscribe. Yep. So hit that subscribe button, guys. Help us out. Yes. Because we want to hit that goal. Yes, we do. So we can set new goals. Exactly. Keep on growing. Yeah. And if you haven't already left us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review and follow our candidly underscore with coffee Instagram. Insta. We appreciate you Instagram. guys. Instagram. Yes. It is officially Cyber Monday. It is. This right. is what, listen, if you guys are young, then you don't understand what I mean. Because <laughs> I know they talk about it still, but back in the day, this used to be the on the, this was the day that you did the online shopping Yep, and so not every other day. Yeah. Now it's true. swapped. It's gone. Most, yeah. But my Jay's body bootcamp is still on sale through Monday. So if you want to sign up for body bootcamp, have a lot of new people joining, then you can use code black Friday, no space, and you'll get 40% off of the program for the duration of the program. So just the meal plan alone is worth that. Exactly. Just the meal plan. You're getting a deal. Invest in yourselves, you guys. It's worth it. Change your life. Even Flip if that you're switch. tracking macros, on your own separately, and you don't want to just follow a meal plan, having the meals with all the macros attached to the meals already that you could just plug in is just very it doesn't priceless. Get, it doesn't get any easier than no. that. Mm -mm. We make it as simple as possible. Because a lot of people just struggle. They just don't know exactly, like they don't even know how to put meals together. No, they don't. They just, it's like blank. And I have to remember what it's like sometimes because for me, it's so easy because obviously that's what I do. So I have to sometimes remember to put myself back in their shoes and goes, yeah, and just think, yeah, it is. Oh, I don't even know what to eat. And you get flustered. Yeah. Sometimes even me for the week, like, what am I going to eat this week? I try to keep it simple, but sometimes I draw a mm -hmm. blank too. So I got my first delivery of the uh, Megabit. Megabit. <laughs> the Megafit meals. Megafit. And uh, I like them so far. 
I haven't tried it yet. I want to try one. I have one out for you. <clears throat> okay. It's the steak steak bowl, steak burrito bowl. Nice. Can't wait. And I had, Maybe Tyler later. had one that was like cheese tortellinis, and it was like 55 grams of protein. Winning. He loved it. He said it's very good. I had one that was a spicy ground chicken and rice, and that was really good. It was it was only 390 calories and 38 grams of protein. Wow. So the macros are really good, and it was a huge portion. It was that's a huge important. Portion. Filling. Yeah, so that's good, and I I like them actually because they're frozen. And I know that sounds weird, but fresh meals is too much pressure, too much pressure to eat them to fast. eat them fast. Yeah. So these, once you unfreeze it, it lasts five days in the fridge. So I take out a couple, and they're like my emergency meals for the days that like I just don't feel like cooking or whatever. Yes, of course. Some days you're just not feeling it. Yeah, you know? you're you need just not. Quick. Yeah. You got to make it simple. I mm-hmm. tell my clients that too. Have some meals you can just heat and eat real quick. Simple. Because it's going to be days where you're just like, it's better to do have that than say, oh, I'm just going to go do a drive-thru. Yeah. Because that's easy to do too. Yeah. It's convenience meals. Exactly. Convenience. Yeah. It's like I'm coaching people <clears throat> who live a real life, have kids, husbands, yes, jobs. I, I coach them on how that you can still be healthy and fit and live real life. Go through a drive-through and yeah, eat a frozen dinner and still stay on track. Like I think people have this perception that you're either a healthy person or you're a normal person, and you there's no like way to weave a healthy lifestyle into real life. They get mad too when you give advice about going through drive-throughs. People are like, why are you preaching that and telling people? Listen, there's options there. That's why. Yeah. Like Taco Bell. What do we go? Pro, that protein bowl. It's a chicken power bowl. Yeah. See. Sometimes yeah. you're in a hurry. You don't have no time. You just don't have no time. It happens. A lot, all of us. You have no time. We have our spots where we go to. We're in a hurry. Chick-fil-A is one of them too. Yeah. And honestly, I haven't done that in a while. But it sounds in, intriguing sometimes. Yeah, we haven't. But exactly. Actually haven't. But yeah. it's okay to do it. It is. Yeah. I mean, Remember, perfectly. I think people forget that this whole journey is a marathon, not a sprint. We're not in a hurry to get somewhere. As long as you're making some progress, it's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. Some days you might have to put a pin in it. Okay, today I broke even. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Don't panic. It's okay. It's a marathon. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Sustainability. Yeah, because that's the biggest problem people make is they're all in or they're all out. Yes, and they're in a hurry to get somewhere. No, no. It didn't, you didn't put that weight on overnight. You layered that thing on sometimes months, years. So it's going to take a minute to get off. Yeah. As simple as that. It's going to come right off. Someone said that. Like People think, I forgot where I saw the yeah. post. Yeah, we talked about it yeah. two, two episodes in a row oh. already. <laughs> this will be the third one. If you know. Some people might have not heard it or don't remember, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> over here, you, you said memory bank over here, but not everybody remembers like you did. This will be the third episode in a row that you. I mean, you're talking about macros and eating. I so. know. Make Sorry. Examples. Sorry, so you're I the one that brought it up. <laughs> so, don't want to talk about it. Don't bring it up. Okay, here we go. We're right, on, enough laughing. Off to, Let's go. We're off to a good start. It's cheat day for us. Speaking of food, yeah. what are we gonna have? Oh, sushi. Sushi. We're gonna go for sushi. Switch I, it up. I yeah. love sushi and I haven't had it in a yeah. while. I'm I mean, craving me too. it. Mm-hmm. And I always feel like good after I have sushi. Like I don't feel like a a glutton. No, no. It's not like pizza or we didn't smash donuts or fast food. Mm-hmm. That stuff's heavy. Yeah, but I'm still on my mini apple pie kick so that I'm gonna come home from my mini apple pie a la mode. Of course you are. Yeah. But you know what I had I had a great workout actually at Orange Theory today and I'm gonna attribute it to I decided to fuel my workout. 
I'm yeah. going to play around with the timing of my food because I'm really just on this. I really want to maximize my workout. So if I'm going to go to the gym, I want to make the best of it. Of course. So I was hungry because normally I work out earlier at the gym. We go at six or seven and yeah. my Orange Theory <clears throat> class this morning wasn't until 945. That's late. So I thought, you know what? I'm just going to eat because I'm starving and I'll fuel my workout. So I had a bowl of oatmeal. So I did oatmeal, half a scoop of the peanut butter cookie, one up nutrition protein powder. You said half a scoop? I just do half. Oh. Yeah, because I just, I didn't want, I didn't want so much heaviness in my stomach. So I did that. I did one tablespoon of peanut butter. Okay. And blueberries. Nice. And it was just a perfect balanced fueled workout fats cars proteins yeah and i had just an my workout was just fueled and i felt good that's good but you have to think you have to really know what's going on when you're working out first of all don't do not work out weights fasted that's just not smart. i used to do that it's not all the smart. time you're gonna be waste do you're gonna have some you're muscle right. wasting yeah you're right because you have that extra oomph to push through for weight for resistance <clears throat> training your body needs atp so it needs glycogen it will not use stored body fat for resistance training for the type of energy that it needs for resistance training yeah so if you don't have sugar in your bloodstream then it will because it'll use sugar first, which means anything that you just ate right then, like maybe some honey or fruit or whatever, it's going to yeah. use that first. Then it's going to go into stored glycogen. So the energy that's stored in your muscles and your liver. We only have about 20 minutes or so of stored glycogen. So once it goes from the, your sugar to the stored glycogen, and then it's trying to replenish the stored glycogen, and you're still needing more reserves, it's going to go for muscle. Yep. It's not going to go for fat. Stored body fat takes too long to convert into energy yeah, to use it for resistance training. This is also why I personally prefer to do resistance training first and then my low intensity cardio. Because for my resistance training session, I'm going to use my sugar in the bloodstream. I'm going to use my glycogen. Then that's all depleted. My resistance training workout is done. Then I'm going to go do a low intensity treadmill session. Yeah. And that's going to burn stored body fat. Yep. And then you get home and you replenish the glycogen because you're emptied out. You want to re- fill up your energy tank again. So have, that's when I have my oatmeal or whatever. Yeah, that's true. So, so far it's been working. I've been doing my power oatmeal every morning too before I work out. And I've been having good workouts. Yeah. And when you get, I don't <clears throat> like to overwhelm people that are brand new to the healthy lifestyle or trying to get off a lot of body fat with a lot of these kinds of details because it's not necessary until you really get you're getting into the fine tuning and body recomposition and you're getting like you're, you are like sculpting your body. So it towards the end of like your fat loss phase, that's where you refine things a little bit and you fine tune things. That's true. If you're listening and we're like, why didn't you tell me that? Because if I haven't told you it's because you're not there. You're not ready. You're not there yet. Everybody wants to jump the levels. You can't jump levels. Yeah, there's There's just just no need at certain points. None. All right. A hot coffee topic. You guys, I have some news I want to share. And that news is I am currently in the process of becoming a certified menopause coach. Check that out. Menopause coach. Yes, I will be. I am currently in a course and certification program to 
officially be a, by an accredited institution certified to help women specifically with weight loss, the mental aspects, the weight loss aspects, the hormone stuff um, to help them through that process because there's not a lot of help. No, there's not. And your doctor, your primary care doctor doesn't help you. Not at all. Not at they all. Don't. You got to twist their arm and they still don't want to help you. It's crazy. And I just want to make it my mission. Like I want to help women through the process, but I want not only just by my personal experience, because right now it's more of like my own personal research and my own personal experience with menopause. But the truth is everybody has a different experience. Yeah. And some people it's more difficult than others and everyone has different ages and all of that. And so I want to make sure that I'm armed with really good knowledge yep. to help women that are in different circumstances. And this program that I'm getting certified through, it requires recertification every two years. And it's crazy because you're going through your own form of menopause, like you're experiencing yeah. yourself and now you're learning more about it. Yeah. So I'm excited, you guys. More updates on that as I get closer to completing it, but I'm just, I'm on a mission. On a mission. I am on a mission because people need help. Yes, they do. I get messages inundated with comments on YouTube, especially on my videos that people, they just, they need so much help. And what people don't realize, and like I talked about it a little bit on the last episode, things I wish I would have known, like in perimenopause, you can get in front of so much in perimenopause that I didn't realize. And I was probably in perimenopause for five years. Damn, that's a long time. Because as soon as your periods start to become irregular, that's perimenopause. That means your hormones are fluctuating and they're not timed like they normally are. So especially during perimenopause, I think people need help because that's when they don't even realize they're in any sort of hormonal dysfunction. Same thing with men. They need to learn about their hormones. I keep telling my guys, go get yourself checked out, get your blood work, go through yeah. their company because doctors ain't really there to help you, man. No, they don't. They don't do much. They give you a generic test. Okay, here's your testosterone. That's that. There's more to it than just your testosterone. Yeah. I actually wrote here because you're on a mission to help men. Yep. Give up their vices and focus yes. on um, their health and their yes. families. I, it's like Facts. menopause. Menopause, true. I think there's, and that's another <clears throat> thing. There's not enough help for men at all. Nobody talks about it. No, nope. like the this deep decline in the testosterone that it's almost, happens. It's almost taboo, and especially if you tell people, "I'm on TRT." Damn, bro, you're cheating. Woo, woo, woo. People just get mad and then jealous. Listen, I'm not telling you to stick it in your body. I'm doing what's best for me. I don't know what's best for you. You have to go get your own stuff checked out. But people just assume like it's all bad. Like, how's it all bad if I feel good? Yeah, I don't understand why people still they, think that they lump us in with 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 like. And I don't want to judge them. They lump us in with bodybuilders, like we're taking crazy ass stacks yeah. of this and that. We're not doing that at all. It's just to get our hormones to normal. That's it. We're not trying to get ultra jacked. Yeah, exactly. It's a difference. Way different. It's so different. It's not getting your levels to off the charts levels. Yes, it's no. getting levels to like where they you're ought to be normal. Yes. Where you don't have those side effects. Man, yes. I cannot tell you I the biggest impact, you guys, and I know I've talked about this on my series, if you watch the HRT series that I'm doing, but my sleep. You're I lucky. just can't even get over it. I sleep so deep that you could have a whole different, you could have a whole nother life I'm after I go to sleep. Like you could be going out partying every night and I would have no idea. My sleep is jacked. 
<laughs> We're going to get sucks. into that. I feel yeah. it every day too. It's terrible. Yeah, that's terrible. I don't feel and, good. And I didn't, you know what? I was having jacked sleep for a long time too. And I, I just got used to it. Like I thought it was normal. And I would still, it's not that I wasn't going to bed early and had a, my routine and all of that. I did all of that, but I still just wasn't, my quality of sleep wasn't good. Mine's broken up like crazy. I'm not sleeping good at all. I don't even know how I'm getting through these workouts, to be honest, just pure will. It's the worst. And I did a bunch of things before I started HRT. I did everything under the sun to help my sleep. And the things I did help, one of the biggest things I did that helped was I don't get on my devices in bed. I don't do it no more. I don't bring the phone to the bed. I leave it on the living room charging now. That helped a lot, but nothing has helped like my little dissolvable progesterone pill. Damn. Because that thing literally just knocks my life out. I wish out. I could take it. <laughs> I wonder what it would do. If uh, hell no. It might do turn men me have any progesterone? I don't know. I don't know, know if that's a hormone no, they I don't have. know. I have no clue. Because you have estrogen. Yes, we do. Just like you guys have testosterone. And people don't know that. Women have a lot of testosterone. Uh, Women have more, but they have more testosterone than they have estrogen. That was a shock when I found that. I was like, what? Yeah, we have testosterone. And that's what allows us to build muscle. So my testosterone was in the toilet. And that's why I'm taking some. Because my goal is to put on muscle mass. And I don't have, my testosterone's not at a normal level. Both of us was in the toilet. So I needed to take some. And so people, some people on HRT don't take How testosterone. How about the, your estrogen levels? What were they at? Do you know? I don't know the number, but it yeah. was, it was, yeah. so it gave me like the ranges and then it said like likely menopausal. I was like menopausal on all yeah. of them. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was clear. It was, it said fertility factor was like zero. I'm like, thanks. My shop is closed. Closed for business. <laughs> the shop hey. is closed. Hey, I, I, I'm not afraid of me. My libido was closed for business too. It was, down the toilet, like, it was like, oh, that's embarrassing for men. I think that's why men get crazy because they don't feel like a man. Now I'm starting to feel like a man again, if that makes sense. Yeah. I'm bouncing back. It's important to talk about these things because people are so shy and embarrassed. And that's how friction happens in marriages. Because imagine if your levels are clicking and you're like, hey, babe, what's up? And I'm like, sorry, baby, I got nothing for you. Yeah. That's embarrassing. No men don't want to admit that. No, they don't. No, they don't want hurts. to talk about it. And they no. get like defensive. And then suddenly like yes. the woman thinks maybe there's something wrong with her. Or Yes, yes. Then we flip it on you guys. affairs and stuff happen. Yes. And this is the things people don't talk about. This is very important. I'm glad we have open communication. And I told you, sorry, babe, my libido's shot. You're like, mine's a shot too. <laughs> Mine wasn't the best no. either, to be honest. Hey, father time is undefeated. Yeah. Mother time is undefeated too for you guys. It's just the way it goes. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just crazy the things that that we Your go body, through. Yeah, yeah, and it's not like we don't eat good. We train hard. We hit our macros. We did everything we we're supposed to. And still, our hormones are down in the toilet. It's crazy, right? Yeah, we did everything we could. We took it as far as we could naturally. We hit it hard. But that's why I don't understand why there's people just have this weird feeling about it. You know, it was like. Do women, you think women do? Men do for sure. Men get weird and feel like, I'm natural, bro. I would never put that in my body. Okay. I can tell you this. I think that the perception is still out there that if you are taking hormones or whatever, that you have, it's like a cheat code and suddenly everything's going to come easy to you. It doesn't. No, no, it's not. You just feel better. Yeah. But you still have to do the same amount of work to yes. get what you want. 
Yep. Do you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, I'm taking hormones so I, I can work out less. I can eat more. No, none no. of that is true. Fake, false. So I have to do the same thing. It's just that I actually might get results from doing the same thing. Like what I've been doing for months and spinning my wheels. Now, maybe I'm going to move the needle. Exactly. But it's still, it's still not. It doesn't do the work for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think people have this assumption, like, I'm just going to take TRT and take all these pills or this, this, this medicine, and all of a sudden I'm going to turn into He-Man or She-Woman. No, it doesn't work that way. Wonder Woman. Yeah, and that's where I want to always continue to not give people the perception that it's just like some, wow, this is amazing. It's so easy. Nope. And like you're, it Because perception, it's like just in everything, right? Just Ozempic and all of that perception is... They see people and it looks like they lost weight overnight or got fit overnight because nope. nobody shows the like blood, sweat and tears in the middle. Yes. The getting up early, the grind of the gym, the, the workouts you don't feel like doing, but you do them anyways because the discipline. Yeah. It just because when you're not feeling good and when you're having bad results or when the scale is <clears throat> not favorable, you don't share it a That's lot true. of time. You know, like when yeah. I did a video on YouTube right at the beginning of when I realized like, uh oh. Like I put on a lot of menopause weight and that was hard to do. Like I had to come on and like share you guys. I'm peeing my pants. Like I can't even, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. I literally showed on a YouTube video, my pants with pee. <laughs> I remember you'd be nervous to go off for walks. Oh yeah. I would came home one day. I was wearing gray sweats and unfortunately so gray sweats, you could see really bad if they're wet. So from then on, it was just black leggings. But I came home and I laughed. I ran to the bathroom when I got home and I look in the mirror in our bedroom and I had urine down to my knees Damn! because it would just be a slow leak. So yeah. I have to, I'm not where I want to be yet. I'm still on this journey, but you, I have to stop and appreciate the little things like I don't pee my pants anymore. I know. You like, used to tell me at Orange Theory you'd be nervous sometimes. No, you? not even nervous. I was embarrassed because I felt like everybody pay, was like, God damn, what is wrong with that girl? I would have to go to the bathroom like five times during an Orange Theory class. Wow. Sounds like me during the night. I have to go so many times and it's, it's breaking in my sleep. It's killing me. Yeah. And then the one time that I did the video... I literally was in Orange Theory class. I had a sweatshirt around my waist, and I get in the car, and I look down, and I'm like, oh, my God, I peed my pants in Orange Damn. Theory. <laughs> so, yeah, I've come, I've come a long way, guys, come a long way, because I am no longer peeing my pants. The hormones have immediately corrected that. That's good. I, actually, the vitamin B1 helped with that initially, but now I don't even have any leaks. I, I leave the house without any kind of protection. I feel confident. Nice. You know what That's I mean? Important. I, feel, I feel confident, so I'm good. All right, we're moving on to comment corner. Cami K7 says, Your house looks so festive and cute. I love all the Christmas decorations. That's all you, babe. I know. It looks good, though. It does look dope. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it looks like a, something out of a movie. It does look good. It makes me feel happy. It makes me feel close to my mom. I know. I know. Mama. And I know you're watching up there. Both our mamas are watching. Jen Boulay, 9831 says, oh my God, please have Alyssa on. You guys, she's coming on. She has confirmed with me. She is coming on. I'm not sure the date, but it will for sure be in December. So I have her up on the screen. That is my daughter. She's 22 years old. She is wise beyond her years. Yes, she is. And I think she's actually, fun fact, was my first ever podcast co-host. 
That's true. She was with co-hosted the second ever episode of Candidly with Coffee. So I did the first one by myself. Then Alyssa did the second one. And then you did episode three. And now yeah. here we are, episode 468. Damn. <laughs> I lost are. track. You always know the numbers. I know. And she is back. So I would like to ask you guys to make her feel excited to come on the podcast and comment a question for her because True. I posted on our Instagram and a lot of people commented questions for her. And I think that made her feel like, all right, yeah, like I'm excited to do it. You know what I yeah, mean? Like she yeah. felt, oh, they actually want to hear from me. So yeah, of course she could talk. She's comment good. on this episode with a question for Alyssa. Again, she was a former competitor. She is the daughter of a social media weight loss coach. So what is that like? Because I don't know what it's like. That's true. You know what I mean? Like right. my mom had no mm -hmm. idea about fitness and all of Nothing. that. So I want to know what you guys want to know from her because she's going to come on and I'm asking her all the questions. So just make sure you comment and she will read all of them as well. I get a break. Yay. No, it's going to be a bonus episode. Oh, get out of here. Damn it. I want a day off. All right. Karen Garcia says, your advice is priceless. I really studied this myself and you're spot on. I weigh in each day and it dictates how I will eat that day. Helps me stay in my window. I'm 53 and at my best. Love you guys. Hey. Good job. Good because job. it is hard to be in your 50s and at your best. But you know why? Yep. Because you are staying accountable to yourself and you're keeping yourself in check. Yep. That's true. It's like peeking in at your bank account and make sure you don't yep. overspend. Yes. Okay? That's a good way of looking you don't at spend, it. You don't spend blindly. Don't, yeah. Don't spend what way. you don't have. Yep. All right. Landra Gentles 9315. I literally just found your channel today. I'm 62 and only 5'2", hypothyroid, and can only eat 1,000 to 1,100 calories per day. I constantly wow. hear that I'm ruining my metabolism, but I cannot eat more or I will gain weight. I am actually trying to lose Five to eight pounds. Do you have any words of wisdom? By the way, I work out with weights and I get in eight to 10,000 steps most days. Love your content so much. Thank you and God bless. All right. So the first thing I want to have you pay really close attention to is what is your total weekly intake? Not just your daily most days, 1,000 to 1,100. Because a lot of people, their perception is that they're eating very little, but their total weekly intake is more, is averaging more. Yep. Because if you have some, even if you have just one higher day in there, just one, it takes your average calories to 1300 calories a That's day. That's true. That's true. So that is the biggest thing. And it's quite possible that you are truly only eating 1100 calories seven days a week and that has that's your maintenance it's very possible it really depends on what your how much muscle you have on your body as far as yep. the hypothyroid if you're not on medication for your thyroid that's the biggest factor because it's going to impact your thyroid by 20 20 to 25 percent i mean your metabolism by 20 25 percent that's a lot so just a couple things to think about but the very first thing i want you to think about is truly what is your average daily intake so really tabulate how much you eat every single day including saturday and sunday and take that total divide it by seven and that's truly what you're averaging yep. because i could easily <clears throat> tell people like oh i have to eat 1400 calories a day to lose weight but the truth is I, I eat 1,400 calories most days, but then there's one day I probably eat 2,000, and there's another day I probably eat 25, 2,700. 
Yeah. So really, you got to average it all out. I'm at, I'm eating like 1700. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's all perception. So that's very important. The other thing is the biggest impact you can make on your metabolism, other than medication for your thyroid, if you're not already on it, is resistance training with intention. So I know you mentioned that you're doing workouts with weights at home, but how intense are those workouts? Are you getting in eight to 15 reps? And are those last three reps so difficult that you see stars? That's true. That's, what that's, they a, good should way, that's be. a good way of looking at it. Yeah. You not should, just get to 15 real easy. Yeah. Like, okay, really that's, that's done. No, you should be like, oh my God, I need to rest at least <clears throat> a minute. If I can pick not up longer. those weights again. Yeah. I rest 60 seconds to 90 seconds, no less than 60, usually 90 in between good. sets. 90 is good. A minute is, is quick. A minute is yeah. more on the lighter yeah. version of your workout. Because I, you, do, I do 90 to, to, to two minutes. And if you can do another set easily after just one minute of rest, you're probably not lifting with enough intensity. Yep. You're probably not lifting as heavy as you need to go. Or if you don't have access to a lot of weights because you're at home and you don't have more dumbbells, then do more reps until you feel like you get to that point where you feel the stimulus in your muscles. They're burning. And then you lift two to three, you do two to three more reps past the burn. Oh yeah. Because the burn is the lactic lactic acid. You can go further. Yes, you can. So when you think it's time to stop, do two to three more. Yep. You got two, three in you. It's a mind over matter kind of thing. It is. The other thing I would say to you is, are you getting in enough protein? Because it sounds like you're not getting in a lot of calories. So it's quite possible that even though you're lifting weights and doing what you need to do, that you're not getting in enough protein and you're doing some muscle wasting if that's the case. You're losing muscle already, especially at the age of 62. That's something that you're going to battle, sarcopenia. So you really have to make sure that you are getting in good quality protein and enough of it. And and you should be getting in like 100 grams or more. At least minimum. Yeah. But she's probably if she's only eating 1,000 calories, chances are you're probably getting in 60, 70 grams. That's too low. Not enough. So those are my tidbits for you. Hopefully it is helpful. Let's move on to caffeine, Uh-oh. babe. Caffeine. So Mike I has inspired this topic today because as most of you know, which by the way, congratulations, you're now 25 days sober. Yeah. Mike has gone completely sober of all substances in terms of recreational drug use, specifically weed. The weed, man. And, but I noticed because I'm hyper aware of what Mr. Escobar over here is doing that when he did that, he started to increase his, his, he's like, replacing the weed addiction with a caffeine with caffeine addiction he already loves caffeine hello we're candidly with coffee for a reason because mike always has a cup of coffee in his hand that's why we're named candidly with coffee because we're always chatting and mike's always holding the coffee chatting it up so i decided to pay attention to how much caffeine he was taking in and i tabulate that he's getting somewhere between 700 and a thousand milligrams a day of caffeine that's not good Around 700 milligrams of caffeine is enough to create a toxicity in a 150-pound adult. Now, obviously, you weigh more than that. Yeah. Now, anything can be toxic. So I'm not saying anything. Caffeine actually has a lot of amazing benefits. And anything can be toxic. It's all about the dosage. 
But caffeine is one of those things that you need to monitor your intake because you can't just be willy nilly with caffeine and have as much as you want. No. It can cause a lot of issues, a lot of medical issues. Yes. That's why young kids are not allowed to buy energy drinks yep. because it can cause like rapid heart rate called tachycardia. And you could literally go into cardiac arrest from the rapid heart rate. Yeah. But there's also other things because it stays in your system. And what people don't realize is when you have a cup of coffee, you're not getting the full effects of that cup of coffee for two hours. And it stays in your system seven to nine hours. Oh, wow. So when you're having a 4 p.m. coffee and you're trying to go to bed at 10, you still got caffeine running through your system. You have yeah. not fully Just metabolized perc it. percolating it. through there, huh? Yeah. it's Caffeine, obviously, we know it's a stimulant. It increases your brain's and nervous systems activity speeds up your system, increases the circulation of adrenaline and cortisol. Yeah. That's what caffeine is doing. Okay. That's what I must leave. You should. The FDA recommends that you keep your caffeine intake 400 milligrams or less per day. I do. I monitor my caffeine intake because I have to be careful that I don't go above because I take an, I do an energy drink in the morning and I do half a scoop of what is it called? Pre-workout, Pre -workout, which has yeah. a little, mine doesn't have too much caffeine in it. And then I also have a rule for myself, no caffeine after noon. So I do drink Diet Coke, but I drink caffeine-free Diet Coke. Yeah. Yeah. It's important. So I monitor it, but you don't, and you have two cups of coffee in the morning. Yes. Then you have a big ass coffee when we get home from the gym. Yes. And then you lately in the afternoon, and then I see you have a monster energy drink. And then in the evening, I see you have another cup of coffee yeah that's stupid it's tabulating to about a thousand milligrams on some days i gotta chill okay let's talk about some of the things you might experience if you are taking in too much caffeine number one feeling edgy that's me wakefulness and energy that's what you want when you get the drink right but if you have too much caffeine you're actually going to feel nervous agitated jittery yeah, all right. those things impatient and if you already are someone who is an edgy person or anxious person or suffer, yeah, like you have an anxiety type issues, caffeine will actually worsen the symptoms. Man. Now, we could live without caffeine though, right? I had a friend who cold turkey and stopped drinking caffeine altogether. Now, we're going to talk about that, like stopping. But yeah, you can live without caffeine. But caffeine has benefits though. But and unfortunately, in someone like yourself... You tend to take things that even have benefits for you and ruin it because you have this addictive and um, extreme tendencies with things. I saw that the other night with the people I was with. You take something that, that you know, like even weed that doesn't have the traditional opioid chemical dependency issues, but True. you can't just smoke a little bit of weed. It has to be like balls to the walls yeah. because you have those addictive tendencies. Yeah. And that's why you have to be more mindful of things. Yep. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with caffeine. I love caffeine. I drink caffeine in moderation. I monitor it and I do not abuse it. I sleep like a baby. I'm jealous. And I cut off my intake and I just like with anything boundaries. You have to have boundaries. But number two of uh, things that can do when you drink too much caffeine is difficulty sleeping. Not only can too much caffeine keep you from falling asleep, it will decrease the quality of your sleep, tossing and turning at night. Why? Because it stays in your system for up to nine hours. It sucks because I get up to use a restroom, right, in the middle of the night and I can't go back to sleep. Because you have caffeine in your system. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it also gives headaches. 
So if you exceed what your personal caffeine <clears throat> threshold is, it's not un uncommon to experience the doozy of a headache. Now, the problem with the headache thing is also if you're used to, if your body is used to a certain amount of caffeine, when you reduce it, it's also going to cause headaches initially yes. yep. because caffeine, you do get That's, addicted to yes. it. And True. you do build a tolerance to it. The cool thing is you can reset your tolerance pretty quickly with caffeine. Once you get it out of your system completely, in seven days of no caffeine, you completely reset your sensitivity and tolerance. So when you go back to drinking it, you could drink just a little bit and you'll get the, the effects of it. Yeah, you're right. But I think the biggest mistake a lot of heavy coffee drinkers or caffeine drinkers <clears throat> make is they don't they no longer get that pick-me-up feeling from a cup of coffee. No. So they think, oh, it doesn't affect me. Just because you're not getting that pick-me-up doesn't mean it's not affecting you with yeah. anxiety, right. adrenaline, poor right. sleep, yes. and things like that. Yes. This one I know you have big time, afternoon crashes. Yes. If you are someone that is dragging by 2 p.m. and you are longing for a nap, like you're That's like, me. I need my nap. It's too much caffeine in the early part of the day. That's me. When you are charged up with that superhero energy, which is how caffeine can make you feel, you're bound to notice the contrast. As soon as that caffeine metabolizes out of your system, you're going to notice the crash. So think about this. Nine hours after you, your last cup of coffee, you have a massive crash. Is yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, because you're up super early. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm up super early. What, 4 a.m., drinking it by 4.30 so or so? So are you having a crash between 2 and 4 p.m.? What time is it right now? 1.49. Yes. You're having the crash. I feel like crashing because right you now. Started, I'm struggling. Because you started the coffee yes. at 4 a.m., and you're crashing, and you're taking too much. How much do you drink at 4 a.m.? Two cups? Two cups. Yeah. Two pods. So it's 340 milligrams of caffeine. Two pods, yeah. You're already at a daily threshold yep. right there where you should spread it out. So the best strategy for avoiding the afternoon crashes is to know your morning coffee limit. You have to play with it. So if you have one, you might not have that crash. If you just try to scale back to maybe just the one cup You're and right. not go for the second mm -hmm. one, You're right. that, then you might not have that, that strong. I don't mid, know why I do that. It's not like I need it. I just, I love the taste of it. And when I got mad at my father, I go, dad. How old are you when you gave me coffee? Like seven years old. I go, what the hell are you yeah, thinking, man? I Give never me gave a... my kids coffee. No, that's stupid. I want to, oh, dad, why? What's interesting is I was never even a coffee drinker until I met you. And I was, when I was putting up the Christmas tree, I smiled because one of the ornaments is an espresso machine. And I remember the kids, the first year you lived with us, they got you that ornament because oh. they, because you're the first, you're the first coffee machine they ever saw because yeah. I never had a coffee machine until you moved in. And so they're like, cause Mike likes coffee so much. Too much, <laughs> so man. So they gave you a coffee ornament. It's not so much that I love the caffeine part of it. I guess maybe a little bit. It's the taste of it. I love. That's I, why I, I, I want to go. Like I told you, I want to switch to decaf. I ordered you. I took it upon myself. Thank you. To order you, not only did I get you decaf pods, I also got you half caffeinated pods. So Good. that so you can like taper with those. Yes. So you can have a full cup of coffee that's only half the caffeine. There you go. Or you can interchange them. So I did some regular coffees, then I did some decaf, and then I did some half. And yeah. you could tell by the look of the pod to help you because you're going to want to be careful with when you cut back, but mm -hmm. let's, we'll get into that in a second. But number five is caffeine affects your bladder 
more than you may realize. Okay. So you have probably noticed a more urgent need to pee after drinking caffeine. Yep. But if you already struggle with bladder issues, overactive bladder or urgency, then you may want to avoid caffeine more often because it's a diuretic. A lot of people don't realize that. It is. I know. It is a diuretic. diuretic. It means that it decreases how much liquid your tissues absorb. That's why... That is why I tell my clients that if you are someone who drinks a lot of caffeine, that means you have to drink that much more water to counteract yes. it. You're right. Because you'll you're not going to get the full benefits of the water because it it's because the caffeine like counteracts yes. it. Yes. So it decreases how much liquid your tissues absorb, and instead it passes right through you, increasing urine output. So the more caffeine you take in, the higher your urine output is going to be. This is very aggravating and can also disrupt sleep. Big time, and it has been. It's pissing me off. I'm doing it myself, though. No one to blame but me. So it's a and it's a stimulant to the bladder, so it causes bladder irritation to it. Can even maybe make you it hurt to pee sometimes. Yes, yes, I've gotten just, that. Yes, I wonder what that was from. Mm-hmm. Wow, that makes sense. Yes, yeah, you got to go so bad. Like today, I came home from the walk. I was like, oh, I got to run to the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> bladder's hurting. We took a break halfway through this episode for you to go to the bathroom. Yes, what people don't know, we did. But we yeah, did. the magic of editing. But yeah, so. That is what happens when you drink too much caffeine. So to detox from caffeine, to fully detox and reset your limit so that just a little bit does the trick, you have to get to a point where you get it completely out of your system and it's out of your system for at least seven days. Remember we did it four years ago. I was only drinking decaf Yeah. after my episode. Yeah, you cut out all stimulants. Yes, I did. Just like that. It was just decaf only. But... Now, the problem is you're so hot. You listen, you're just withdrew from weed. Yes. I do not want you cutting out caffeine cold no. turkey because no. I do not want to live with somebody who cuts <laughs> from a thousand milligrams to nothing. You will be a freaking nightmare. I probably would. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> you cannot do it like that. And I know I, I struggle and get edges now because I'm tired. I'm not sleeping good. And then you brag about how good you sleep. I'm like, that sucks. I wish I slept like her. My workouts probably be 10 times better. So you have to, it's something like, that. Why? I just want to sleep, man. Please let me sleep, universe. Okay, but you're saying let me sleep, but you ha- I, know, I see myself. you with a cup of coffee at four o'clock. It makes no sense. Well, I went to San Francisco yesterday and you felt like I needed something. No, you had you know? an energy drink uh, energy. before you left. Did you have coffee on the way to San no, Francisco? No, hell no. That's why I had energy drink. I forgot. So. Yeah. Hell no. You drink an energy drink. And in this day and age, I think more than ever, people are struggling with this caffeine toxicity and caffeine issues because energy drinks are better than ever. They taste so good. They used to taste terrible. They're very addictive. They are. So you have to be careful. I love, love, love my ghost lifestyle energy drink, but I would never have more than one in a day. Yeah. And like I said, I did notice there was a time when... I was not drinking caffeine-free Diet Coke, and I would have a Diet Coke with lunch and a Diet Coke with dinner, and it was affecting my sleep. Or I also noticed that on nights that we would go out to dinner, I never slept good those nights, and I'm thinking, it's because I'm drinking Diet Coke. They don't have caffeine-free Diet Coke no, at a restaurant, nope. and I usually get a refill. Yes. So that's too much caffeine at night. Right. Now I'm so mindful yep. because... 
I can tell a difference in the quality of my sleep. I'm not feeling the effects of the caffeine from a Diet Coke. I never feel like, wow, that was a great pick-me-up. That's no. true. Never, never right? feel like never, that. Never, no, not ever. But the caffeine is still impacting me. Yeah, me too. And so it's time to... All caffeine-free in the house from now on. It's Yes, That's we try, it. but you know what, you guys? They're hard to find. Damn, I know, man. I, Coca-Cola, come on, man. Too much of the regular stuff out Th- there. They're hard to find. A lot of times we grab like the last of whatever they have. We're going to probably have to get some more at the it's store. Loaded, yeah. Maybe I should stop drinking Diet Coke and just do water. Blasphemy. I know. <laughs> what am I going to do? This is killing me. It's, it's driving me insane. Like you said, it makes you cuckoo. Yeah. Makes you, what's that, what'd you call it? Like psychosis? Well, no, there is like, I think by the third day of somebody not sleeping or getting very little sleep, you actually can go into a completely deep psychosis. And people don't realize how impactful lack of sleep is. So so it's very important to figure that out. And I have been trying, I've been racking my brain trying to figure out like why you're still not sleeping well and this just makes sense to me and after i'm like you know what i'm gonna clock how much coffee because if i ask him i'll be gonna be off honest with the listeners right now he'll just be like oh i don't really drink that much i just had two cups i'm like "Hmm." like, i'm I'm just gonna silently clock it then to see the real truth yeah it's just i don't eat that much but the weight's creeping up Okay. Oh my God. Yeah. That's the comment, right? by the way, that's Some, totally off topic, but yeah, common, most common thing I hear all the time Dude. is someone be like, listen, I want to lose weight. I want to get on macros, but I really don't eat very much. Are you overweight? Yeah. Then at some point in time, you have eight in a surplus and yes, every time you eat true. in a surplus, it gets stored. So in order to get rid of the storage, you have to eat in a deficit period end of story so every if you ate in a surplus and go back to maintenance the surplus still stays there yeah and then a month later you eat in another surplus it's going to store it again and that's how it builds up that's so true we're For, just people are just in denial yeah they don't realize how much they eat and same thing Speaking i didn't realize how much i drink and i drink a lot of coffee we're going to end this podcast with a little treat that i want to show you guys because this was just it's very mind opening to it's perfect segue into what i wanted to do oh. so you guys these little pieces of cake here these little pieces of cake, they're so delicious. I'm eating one they of these? From, yeah, you can have one. I, have I didn't one. know it's on my, back, on my eating plan. It's Saturday. We have room. <laughs> I'm joking. But anyways, this little tiny piece of cake, which is so delicious, but look how tiny it is. This is like a forkful. So like when you're taking a bite of someone's cake, or you're taking a bite of this and a bite of that, and you never tabulate it as food that you ate, you're like, I don't really eat that much. 100 calories. Yep. 100 calories for every bite of someone's cake or treat, sweet treat that you get. So just yes. remember that and how easy and quick <laughs> the calories add up. This quick. is a perfect example look. of how, look how tiny this is. You're going to have a bite of someone's cake and you say you have a bite of someone's cake every day for a week. 700 calories that you are not even computing that you took You're not in. even tracking that either. And right. that is why there is an obesity problem. Bad. It's yeah. awareness. awareness. It's all about awareness. It's not about deprivation. I've always said that because yeah. I am <clears throat> going to end this podcast and then I'm going to enjoy this delicious piece of 100 calorie cake, leaving you guys with just pay attention because the bites, yep. the licks add up. count. And then also I want to know, 
comment. How much caffeine are you guys taking in? Is it time to reassess? All right, you guys see you on the next one.